You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our good buddy Scott Grodsky from CBS 58 and now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Scott, how you doing, man? I'm good. Peanut butter's the way to go. That's how we. Uh, that's how we trick uh, our dog Lucy into taking her allergy pills. That's it. Crunchy peanut butter. They don't know where they can find yeah. that pill or how to get it out of that stuff. So I completely agree with you. Um, yeah, I've never so, seen anyone so happy to take meds. Oh, I know, right? Uh, my dog Elmo's the same way. He starts drooling all over the floor when a peanut butter knife comes out. Uh, the Players Association has made their presentation. Uh, how close do you think baseball is to coming back? I don't know. I, I hope it, we're going to have an answer in the next week or so because it seems like the longer it goes, the the less likely it is. I would be surprised if the Players Association's first uh, counteroffer ends up being adopted. I'm sure it'll end up being somewhere in the middle. I, I think the, the most important thing for me to be looking at in the next few days is how long it takes before the owners have their counter then. It took, what was it, about a week and a half after the owner's initial one before the player's first one came out. And I I think that's perfectly reasonable. You want to take your time with it. But at the same time, if it keeps going like that, we're going to be going into July without anything done. And if you're in July with nothing done, then it's that much easier to say, just wait till next year. So I, I hope that we see a quick response from the owners in the next few days. And again, I don't expect the owner's response to be, Okay, everything you just said of the extended season, more it was seventy percent of the the payroll. Like that's not all going to get adopted. There's no way it's going to be somewhere in the middle. But I I hope that there is a a quick move from the owners. Um. Well, that was going to be what I was going to ask. So I think we're probably going to see something by Wednesday from the owners. Maybe you know something into that realm. And uh, because I, I really believe that this is the week they need to get something done. If you want to get that July 4th weekend circled, you probably need to do it this week and get, get guys back in the facilities by early next week, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think both sides know it. I think from the beginning when we started hearing about July 1 or July 4 being the start date, the penciled-in spring training 2.0 day was always June 10. We're getting close to June 10. So I, I think that I would be surprised if we don't hear a counter from the owners within this week. I would hope it would be by Wednesday or even by tomorrow. But I, I think by the end of the week that there has to be something and it has to start moving in a positive direction or it's really going to be up against the, is this possibly actually going to happen where Major League Baseball loses a season? And I don't think they will. I think that both sides know there is way too much to lose by not coming to terms. But eventually, there is a clock, and we're not in April anymore. We're not in May anymore. It's June, and it's getting there. What do you think? uh, Right now, I I think that the proposal from the players is reasonable. 
Uh, I'm not saying it all has to be accepted. I understand the owners don't want a 114-game season because they believe they're losing. Well, maybe they can prove it, but they believe they're losing a lot of money. Uh, the more games that are played, the more money they're going to lose, and they're not going to make because there aren't going to be fans in the stands. Do you do you like what you saw, or at least what we've somewhat read from the players? Yeah, I mean, I, I think what the players have proposed is is reasonable. Uh, obviously, I'm in favor of more games than than fewer. I just don't know how realistic it is that the owners are going to be able to to go with that. I mean, how many how many of these types of things have we seen? Obviously, not during this pandemic, but anytime when there is a new CBA or a new agreement, more often than not, it seems like, at least to me, the owners get a lot more of what they want than what the players want because the owners have a lot more of the power than what the players have. So, I, I hope that it's, it veers more towards the players. And it definitely seems like the players, at least the ones who are being outspoken about it, are pretty staunch in their beliefs. And I understand where their beliefs are coming from. Um, but I, I just I don't know. I, until, until I see one of these agreements go in the way that it looks like, oh, the players really got a great deal out of this, I, I got to assume it's going to end up going towards the owners. Uh, I want to switch over to basketball. By the way, we're talking with Scott Grodsky of CBS 58 uh, out of Milwaukee. Uh, the NBA planning a Thursday vote for the league's board of governors. Uh, they're expected to approve the commissioner's re, uh, recommendation on the format to restart uh, the season in Orlando, Florida. Um, I, look, I'll take anything at this point. I know it's not fair to the Milwaukee Bucks, who basically have earned home court advantage throughout, and they're not going to get that. But uh, do you like the fact that they're going to play this whole thing in Orlando? It's almost going to be like an NCAA tournament where you're going to have games beginning to end. Uh, I, I I like it. I'm I'm in favor of just getting basketball back, and then hopefully we see a culmination to the season. But do you like what they're, they're doing with the NBA? Yeah, I mean I, I love the proposal for what they can do, and you're right. It's not fair. It's not fair to the Bucks. It's not fair to the Lakers. It's not fair to pretty much any of these teams, including some of the ones who might end up would have been a seven seed, but now have to be in a play-in type situation. The, the fact of the matter is, this situation and everything that's going on right now. It's not fair to anyone, and it's just a matter of trying to make the best of a horrible situation, and I think that as long as there's a way to resolve the season and there's a way to, to have a NBA Finals and hopefully the Bucks are playing in that, you know what, if it's in Orlando, fine. If it's in Vegas, fine. If it's in Milwaukee, that'd be awesome, but it, it just... I'm very happy that it seems like with both the NBA and obviously the NHL as well, um, it seems like they're both pretty clearly heading towards a resolution of a season, which is something that, you know what, a month and a half ago, I'm not sure we really thought was happening. Again this morning, I watched the narrative that, uh, you know, well, Giannis has a decision to make when this uh, season finishes and uh, how likely is it going to be that he comes back to Milwaukee and yada, yada, yada. Look, I, I've stood steadfast all along in saying Giannis isn't going anywhere. I, it's not because I'm arrogant. It's just because I think he enjoys it here. I think the, the, the ownership has kept their commitment to him. I also think that they can pay him the most money. Uh, he enjoys the city. There's so much to it, that dynamic for Giannis to remain in Milwaukee. I don't think there's much of a chance of any of him leaving here. But the outcome of the season, I do not think with everything that has gone on, I don't think the outcome of this season now has Giannis's decision to stay or not to stay hinging upon whether or not they win a championship in Orlando. Do you? No, I, I tend to agree with most of what you just said. I, I think that Giannis is always going to stay here and you can knock on wood and I understand any Bucks fan being very nervous until the ink is dried because obviously it's a 
the decision is going to set the trajectory of the next 10, 20 years of Milwaukee basketball. But you show me the one point, any one point where Giannis talked about wanting to leave or where there was something that was against the idea of Giannis staying. The only thing you see is the occasional article of, oh, if the team is really bad, he's going to leave. Team's not really bad. Even if they were to have lost in the Eastern Conference semifinals this year, the Eastern Conference finals, they were still the best team in the NBA throughout the year. They were still a true contender, and that's what you're talking about a guy wanting. So to me, he he is the perfect guy for Milwaukee. He doesn't need all the, the glitz and the glam of the, the Lakers or being the guy who saves the Knicks and being going to the Warriors and joining Steph Curry and that sort of guy. I, I just he there, there's nothing that he has done or said other than that he wants to be in Milwaukee. He loves it in Milwaukee. He loves the Bucks organization. I think that the closest thing to a concern was when the Bucks made the decision to move on from Jason Kidd because everyone knew that Giannis and Kidd were very, very close. Giannis and Budenholzer works out perfect. So I think that – I think he's staying. I think if they lose in the first round of this Orlando playoffs, he's staying. If they win the championship in Orlando, he's still staying. Uh, and, and I completely agree. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think that uh, I, it's not to say that the, the, the pandemic hit and that solidified him staying. I just don't think, and I, I've said this all along, I don't think there's a reason for him to leave unless something horrifically went on behind closed doors where suddenly he didn't get along with management or didn't get along with coaching or something. But there's no reason for him to leave. And like I've said, they can pay him more money than God where other teams can't. Yeah, I mean- so. That's they the can, reason I think he's going to stay. Most. They can pay him the most. He clearly has the ability to win there. They've built a team around him. They've built a team with guys that, that he likes. He has a coaching staff that he likes. And some of the things that, yeah, can the Lakers offer you more um, in terms of publicity and some of those types of things than Milwaukee and the Bucks can? Absolutely. That's not stuff he's ever really gone towards. So to me, there isn't really any pull away from Milwaukee that – that Milwaukee can't match. I've always said, look, if you are superstar enough, they will come and find you. They found Brett Favre in Green Bay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers was mm-hmm. one of the most exposed quarterbacks uh, short of Peyton Manning for a while when it came to all the State Farm commercials. So I, I they'll find you if you're a true superstar. You don't need to go find the spotlight to suddenly be in that. So I, I'm, I completely agree with you. Um I wanted to ask you, uh, we, I just read Jason Lock and Forrest's column, uh, portions of it on the air, where Matt LaFleur kind of explains, oh, by the way, we just wanted 26, and we jumped up, and then Jordan Love fell to us. And Do you buy any of that, or you just look at this saying, you know what, they just drafted for the future, and if Aaron Rodgers doesn't pan out, they're going to cut that salary loose, and they're going to move on? I think they found a quarterback that they really liked, and they had the guy who they thought was their future, and they pulled the trigger. And uh, I, I, is it the decision I would have made? No, probably not. But in the NFL, when you think you have the guy, you have the guy. I think that I, I read Jason's article too. And uh, when he starts talking about how, well, if they traded up, it couldn't have possibly been for, like they weren't interested in a receiver because they didn't draft one. You have no idea. They might've wanted Justin Jefferson at 22 if he would have fallen or Brandon. I, we, we don't know. Uh, but to me, they obviously, if they, even if they did trade up and the guy who they wanted wasn't there, they could have traded down again. They wanted Jordan Love. They think Jordan Love is the future. Right now, I do I agree with the pick for the immediate future? No. If in 10 years, Jordan Love is still the quarterback of the Packers, or if in 15 years, Jordan Love is a 
four-time Pro Bowler who's still the quarterback of the Packers, then you're looking at this as, as every bit as smart a pick as you could possibly make. So I, I don't know. I, I think this is a really hard pick to judge on the immediacy of it. Uh, but I do think that they knew what they were doing and they, they knew what they wanted. And I, at some point, I think they should just own that they think they have a quarterback of the future here. Talking with Scott Grodsky of CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Hey, before I let you, uh, let you go, so how's it been for you? I mean, I know I've, I've talked to Kevin and Kevin's been on uh, weekly, but uh, how's it been for you guys when it comes to stories, copy, uh, video, I mean, you know, you, you see different reporters are out in front of football, just generic football fields with a goalpost in the background. How's it been? It's been good. It, it's been a lot of Zoom. Uh, I think uh, the, the day that the Packers drafted Jordan Love, I went into the station the next morning, and I was on from like 5 until 8 in the morning on our morning shows. That's the only time I've been on camera in the studio in two, three months now. It's been a lot of stuff from uh, my living room, and uh, I don't know. I, I think we've been able to We've been able to get some some really good interviews because you have some of the athletes are in the same positions as the rest of us, where they're home. And uh, I think people have been pretty understanding that, you know, on a normal day, uh, would I like to have video with? We did a story with Quintus Cephas, the uh, Badgers receiver who was drafted by the Lions a few days ago. On a normal day, would I love to go meet him in person, shoot some video with him of him working out? Of course, I would. For this, we had to use some video of Marvin Jones, the other receiver on the Lions, posted of, uh, of Cephas doing drills in the sand and all that. You make do. It's not the best quality video you'll ever see, but I think everyone understands now what's going on and that there are limitations. And so I think, uh, I think sports stories are always out there. And uh, I think that people are always interested in them. And I think especially now there's – there's an appetite for some degree of normalcy, which I think sports can get people. Always good, Scott. Be good, stay healthy, and we will talk to you soon, okay? You stay healthy too, my friend. See you Absolutely. Soon. There you go. Scott Grotsky, CBS 58, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Warren Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.